0: Well, Merry Christmas once again! What a wonderful time to worship the Lord. And I was just thinking how how in, how pure it is in the simplicity of just these two guys, one guitar, and we just worshiping the Lord, and just our voices being lifted up to Jesus, and just giving Him the glory. There's just something real special about that, and being Christmas Eve too, and so. Uh, it's just what a special time this is for us to be together right now. 2021, yeah, December 24th, and being able to worship God, I just am blessed with that. And now we are going to get into the Word just for a little bit for our Christmas Eve message. So if you can grab your Bibles and open them up to Matthew chapter 1, Matthew chapter 1. And we're really going to look at just one verse here for tonight and for this special night that we are gathered together. Matthew chapter 1. And we're going to be looking at verse 21 tonight. As Zach has already prayed, we're going to get right into our message here. And uh, I want to begin with telling you about this mother who was running around doing her Christmas shopping and dragging her little four-year-old boy with her. And you know what? He was not having a very good time. The large crowds were intimidating. People were all stressed out, he could tell. Uh, some were very rude. And a little boy in the middle of all this, really, it, it became pretty scary. Now, noticing now uh, the boy's anxiety and not really... Wanting to ruin his Christmas, the mother thought that she would take him to the department store Santa. And so she thought, well, this is a great idea, and hoped maybe Santa would cheer her up. Well, when it came time for his turn, after they waited in line, the little boy was picked up, and for the first time now in his life, he sat on Santa's lap. He looked up to see this strange-looking man with a fake beard, silver-trimmed glasses, wearing a red suit stuffed with pillows. This Santa laughed a little bit too loudly for the little boy and tried to tickle the little boy's ribs. And, ho, 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 said the store Santa with a low voice. And, what would you like for Christmas, sunny boy? Well, the little boy with wide eyes, looked up at Santa and simply said, I want, I, I want to get down. Well, it's not exactly what the mother hoped for, right? But for us tonight, our hope is not in Santa to help, but our hope looks to Jesus Christ. In uh, Psalm 33, verse 22, it says, Let your unfailing love surround us, Lord, for our hope... Is in you alone. And that's the truth. Our hope is in Jesus alone. Our Lord. As we celebrate the birthday of Jesus tonight, I want to take a look into how Joseph was given hope in the message of the birth of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so the title of our message tonight is Finding Hope in Christmas. Finding hope in Christmas. And as I mentioned, We're going to be just looking at one verse tonight, Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. And I'll give you the outline as we go, but we're going to begin with number one, the baby came from heaven. Number one, the baby came from heaven. So take a look with me here on Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. Just the first part of the verse says, she will bear a son. And we'll stop right there. We begin with how... mother how Mary is to bring forth or give birth to a baby now as we come into verse 21 just a little background uh, right now an angel of God is speaking to Joseph in a dream and that's in the verse right above that and see the angel comes to really clear up some things about Mary being found pregnant And that is, the the angel's telling Joseph that, you know what, God is working in this to bring into this world a special baby. By the Holy Spirit's work, God is working something here, and so Mary is pregnant. And so the angel tells Joseph in this dream that this baby is a son. This baby will be a son, a baby boy. But not just any baby boy, and we understand what the Christmas story, right? But this baby boy is the prophesied Messiah to come. If you look over in verse 23 or look down a couple of verses down, What's quoted, Matthew the writer quotes the prophecy actually found in Isaiah chapter 7, 14. He says, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. So you see the angels telling Joseph, Look, don't be worried here or that, Oh, you found Mary pregnant. No, this is God working here. And she's going to bring forth a son, a baby boy. And it's not just any son. It's the son, you can say. It's the son, the prophesied one. It is the son of God. So this is how God came from heaven to earth. This is it right here. What we're reading in verse 21. He was born a baby boy. You know, I think about the Christmas carol. We're going to be seeing it later tonight. Oh uh, holy night. And, and you ever wonder, why is this such a holy night? yeah even in the song Silent Night it speaks about that. Why is that? Why is Christmas Eve or us coming together uh, way back almost 2,000 years ago when Christ when the baby came, why is it a holy night? Because Jesus is God who came to be born. As a human being, he is Emmanuel, God, with us. Isn't that amazing? I mean, you can't get around here. You see that God, Jesus, came to be born. And an amazing thing happened. The incarnation. God becoming flesh. God becoming a human being. And that's why the words of the first chorus in O Holy Night say, Fall on your knees. Oh hear the angel voices, O oh, night divine, O oh, night, when Christ was born, O oh, night divine, O oh, night, O oh, night divine. So when we sing that later, think about what a holy night this is, because it's God who has come. So I want you to see, first of all, this is how Jesus came from heaven to earth. He was born a baby boy. The baby came from heaven. The baby came from heaven. Be very clear about this. Back in the old 1950s, I think even in the 40s, um, people used to depict babies in heaven waiting to be born. There's a lot of cartoons and characters of that. And even some children back then were told that they were angels in heaven before being born on the earth. I guess in a way all parents feel that their precious little one is a gift from heaven. But then reality hits when they become toddlers and, well, you know, you think otherwise, right? (laughs) But here the angel is telling Joseph that when Jesus is born, he's not this angel. No, don't get that wrong. He's Emmanuel, God with this. God literally came from heaven to the earth by being born as a human being, a baby boy. So, When we come and celebrate his birth, as we are here tonight. Think about this. This has never happened before. What we're reading in our passage, and it will never happen again. So listen, Jesus is not some part of some cute Christmas story that joins with other characters, you know, like Santa or Rudolph the Reindeer or Frosty the Snowman or the Grinch. He's, he's not part of some Christmas story, but actually this is not a Christmas story, but we could say it's the Christmas truth that God the Son has come and was born as a baby right here as we celebrate His birthday. This Jesus is the real reason for the season. Jesus is God come from heaven to be able to make really the way so that He would be with us. So God would be with us. Perhaps you've come here tonight and you feel alone this Christmas. Remember, Jesus came, God with us, to be with us. Perhaps you feel unworthy for, for, for God to even be with you. But think about how God came to be born as a baby boy. He came to an unworthy world anyway to be with us, Emmanuel, God with us. So let's make this time about Jesus as we are finding hope in Christmas. So first of all, we see the baby came from heaven. The baby came from heaven. Secondly, the baby came with a name. The baby came with a name. If you look at the second part of verse 21, the angel now in the dream to Joseph says, and you shall call his name Jesus. So the angel goes on in this vision that Mary and Joseph are to give this special baby a special name. You're to call his name Jesus. Now in the Greek, uh, the name is Iesos which is really taken from the Hebrew word Yeshua, which means Yahweh saves or God saves. So the baby boy is to be named Jesus, Yahweh saves, God saves. Now some people think that Jesus is his first name and Christ is his last name, but that wasn't Mary and Joseph's last name. No, no, they didn't really have last names back then. Uh, actually, Christ is his title. He's the anointed one. Christ means anointed one or Messiah. Uh, he was the prophesied one in the Old Testament who was to come and to save the world. You might think, well, wait, wait, what about Emmanuel and the prophecy? Well, that's who he is. He is God with us, and he is God come to save us. And so secondly, this is what I want you to say, see. The baby is to be called Jesus, for he is God who came with the mission to save. The baby came with the name. So that's important here. The baby came with the name. Now, isn't that great? I don't know, you parents, if if you remember when you had your babies or your new parents, how you had to go through this whole thing to try and figure out, well, what are we going to name our baby? Yeah, Is it a boy? Is it a girl? If it's a boy, uh, you know, we're going to name him this. If it's a girl, we're going to name him this. And sometimes there are some long discussions <laughs> between mom and dad about those things. But how convenient it was for Joseph and Mary, the baby came with a name. According to Nameberry, it's a website. The top five girl and boy names in the U.S. are these for this year. The top five for girls, girl names, is Eloise, Aurelia, Ava, Rose, and Ma- Maeve. The top five boy names is Arlo, Kai, Atticus. I thought that was interesting. Silas and Theodore. Uh, I also came across some popular names that actually don't mean very good things. Because sometimes we, we like the sound of a name and then we try and look up like, well, what does it mean, right? For example, I, I was reading, Kennedy actually means misshapen head or helmet head. Uh, Camerons means crooked nose. Julia, I didn't know this, means bearded youth. Belinda means beautiful serpent. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, I know about that one. Maybe there's a second name, meaning to these names that's better. Well, remember here tonight that God, the Son's name, means God saves. means God saves. Jesus has come to save. and And he's not, think about this, he, he's not some angry God, yeah, looking down on you, ready to get you and zap you and say, that's it. No, Jesus came to this earth to save you. Jesus came to this earth to save. Not he didn't come like as some authoritative kind of crazy, you know, emperor kind of like Greek God kind of thing, all angry and man. No. He came to this earth to save. And that's the pure and simple truth here, you guys. And those of you walking with Christ already, you know what that means. That he came to save. That's why tonight is so precious. That's why we come and and we take the time. Jesus, thank you that you came to save. I read about a German pastor who uh, looked out his window one day and saw a street merchant walking down the street. And this street merchant would go around looking for secondhand items, you know, uh, that no one wanted. And his business was to take these things, fix them up, and then sell them as he made them useful again. So as the man came down the street and as the man came closer, the pastor could hear him calling out, I buy broken things. I buy broken things. I love that. That's Jesus. He came to save us broken things. You know, maybe... You're connected online and, and and you're listening in here and you're watching and and you're thinking about I messed things up this year. I made a mess of things. I'm living in the consequences right now. I, I maybe you're even here tonight and, and you're living through some broken relationships and you feel broken. you feel like you've broke things and 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 you're also broken. Listen, Jesus is calling out and saying, I buy broken things. I've come to save you. I've come to fix you. And that's why tonight we find hope in Christmas because it's Jesus Christ who fixes us. Amen? That's why we are finding hope in Christmas. So we see, first of all, the baby came from heaven. The baby came with a name. And here's our third and final heading. The baby came to the rescue. The baby came to the rescue. Now the last part of verse 21, Matthew chapter 1 says, For he will save his people from their sins. So the angel now connects it all. He connects the name. He he connects the, the reason God came to save. He connects it all in that the baby's name is Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. That's why Jesus came. That's his mission. Jesus came for this mission to save us from that which which we could not do ourselves. We couldn't save ourselves. We couldn't rescue ourselves from this sin. But that's why God came in His love. And that's why Jesus was born. He, was actually, he actually came to give His life to save us. Think about this. We know this verse, right? John chapter 3, verse 16, it says, For this is how God loved the world. He gave His one and only Son that everyone who believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. First Timothy 1 Timothy 1.15 says this is a trustworthy saying and everyone should accept it. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And here's the Apostle Paul. He, he says, and I am the worst of them all. The Apostle Paul was saying this. Say I'm the worst. But he was saved by Jesus Christ. You know, there's a song I was thinking about this week, and it's called, Mary, Did You Know? You guys remember that song? The words are, Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. I love those words. I love that. Did you know that today? Did you know that tonight? Jesus came for you. And here's the last point. Jesus came to die on a cross and save us from our sins. The baby came to the rescue. The baby came to the rescue. This is why it's so special tonight. This is why every year when we come to this season, it's so special to me. Because it's Jesus coming for you and for me. And personalize this. Jesus, you came for me. When we sing, Jesus, you came to rescue me from myself, from my sins, to do what I couldn't do. You came. Oh, Jesus, you came to the rescue for me. Someone put it this way, if our greatest need had been information, God would have sent us an educator. If our greatest need had been technology, God would have sent us a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent us an economist. If our greatest need had been pleasure, God would have sent us an entertainer. But our greatest need was forgiveness, so God sent us a savior. That's what we need. You see, Jesus... Is your hope tonight to save us from our sin? To to free us from that bondage of our sin, to save us from ourselves. That's that's our hope tonight. This is what we look to. This this is the simple and pure truth staring at us right now. The baby that is born is actually the one who has prophesied to come and free us from. Sin, and this is God's gift for us this Christmas. Do you have that hope tonight? No one, not, not any one of us is perfect, right? Right? We come in here and we, we've messed up, we've, we've failed. Maybe today, out of all days, Christmas Eve, we've made mistakes, we've sinned, we've we failed someone. And we, we feel the regret. God, I, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to do that, Lord. But our hope is that we know Jesus came for our sins. That one day He'd grow and then He'd die on the cross. He shed His blood for us so that we can be forgiven tonight. Do you want to be forgiven tonight? I do. I'm not perfect. Well, He's here tonight. And He wants to forgive you. And you know what? If you never really gave your life to Christ, He wants to give you a new life also. And that's the hope. Not only can we be forgiven, not only can can we be made right with God, but when you come to Jesus, He can give us new life, a second chance. We can become new creations and the Holy Spirit can come within us and we can become children of God for real. C.S. Lewis said, the Son of God became a man to enable men to become the sons of God. I love that. I love that. Isn't that amazing? That Jesus came. He was born here. He came to this earth. God came to this earth so that we can become children of God, that we can belong to His family, and maybe tonight, That's what you're yearning, to be part of the kingdom, part of the family of God. So let this baby in the manger grow your hope in God, for this child did grow up and die for you. So here's the thing. We come and we see this baby in the manger. But understand, he didn't stay that baby, right? He grew up become a man and die on a cross for our sins. Don't keep him in the manger, but let Jesus be that hope in your life. I'll close with this. A little girl went around the neighborhood looking at Christmas lights and decorations with the family, and they stopped to look at uh, this beautiful nativity scene, and they stopped to take a closer look isn't it so beautiful? said her grandmother. Yes, grandma, replied the little girl. It's really nice. But the only thing that bothers me is baby Jesus. And she went on, the little girl went on to say, Isn't he ever going to grow up? I mean, he's the same size he was last year. <laughs> I like that. But let what you find here become your whole that you know why Jesus came, that he did grow up to die on the cross for our sins. So let this season be when you are finding hope in Christmas. Let's close our eyes right now. I just want to give an opportunity to anybody here or anyone online to receive Jesus Christ tonight that you may give your heart to him and accept Jesus into your heart. I want to give you an opportunity. And and this is, (laughs) I think, something very important, especially as we are here on Christmas Eve and we're here because of Jesus. And Jesus is reaching out to you. Perhaps some of the words that you heard tonight or the songs and maybe what we studied tonight in verse 21, that they touch your heart. Well, that's the Holy Spirit. That's God reaching out to you. And so if you want to give your life to Christ right now, if you want to be forgiven, if you want to recommit your life to Jesus, I want you to just pray with me this simple prayer. And uh, perhaps maybe everyone here in this room, you could repeat after me anyway and, and uh, I hope anyone here or anyone uh, we have connected online. So all you need to do is really... Pray this simple prayer to the Lord and mean it from your heart. That's, all, that's it. it. may You may not say it perfectly and I may not either as I lead you, but it's the heart that matters, that you want Jesus, that you need Jesus and you want to be forgiven tonight. And as you give your life to Jesus Christ, that's probably the greatest gift you could give Him. And He's going to give you the gift of forgiveness and eternal life. So, if anyone here tonight or connected online, if you want to receive Christ, just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, Forgive me of my sins. I believe in you. You are God. You are Lord. And you died for my sins. This Christmas, I want to give you my life. I accept you into my heart. Cleanse me now and make me new. Free me from my sins as you fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus for loving me enough to die for me. So Lord, I give you my whole life. I give you my heart. Help me to live for you now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer Welcome to the family of God. If you did that online, you know, give us a little shout, uh, a comment, a chat there online if you're on Facebook or YouTube, wherever, wherever you are at. But let us know. And from this moment on, what a Christmas it is. From this moment on, Jesus is with you. God is with you. Emmanuel. Yeah. Well, we're going to be worshiping the Lord now. With a couple more songs here. We'll close out this evening. As we sing the, the second to the last song, uh, we're going to be coming around lighting your candles. Um, and, and then our last song, we'll stand and just worship the Lord with that. We're going to turn down the lights. And as I mentioned, just uh, be careful. The wax is a little hot, but you have a little paper to catch that so if you keep it pretty level. But uh, let's go before the Lord. Right now. And um, let me just pray one more time. Lord, thank you for your word. And as we put our hope in you, God, thank you that we find you, Jesus. And tonight is the night we celebrate your birth and why you came. And tonight we come to you, Jesus, to give you, God, praise, to give you our worship. Lord, as the shepherds came that night after the angels proclaimed your birth, They came and worshipped you and so we are here too. And as we hold this candle and as the candles are being lit, God, we, we look at it, we hold it up, Lord, we hold it on our hands as representing that you, Jesus, is the light of the world and you came to bring the truth, Lord, of your salvation, the truth of your love like a light into a dark world and God, we just give you glory in all of that. Thank you, Jesus, for being a light in our hearts. Thank you for being with us tonight, Lord. And we pray that you would feel our love, God, as we worship you right now. And Lord, I also pray for anyone who's connected online or even here in this room. God, if they're hurting, that you would help them right now. If they're going through some things that you would... You would just give them peace and comfort. That you give them hope in you, Lord. And if there's anyone who received Christ or rededicated their life, that your spirit would come upon them and that they would feel your touch right now. Thank you, Jesus, for your love. In your name, amen. Let's worship.